Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Friday, November 17th. Hope you're doing well as we wrap up this week of podcasts. Uh, just as a reminder, if you were looking for a podcast yesterday, uh, sometimes those will be on Thursday. Sometimes those are going to be on Friday. It just depends on how the week unfolds. And so I'm um, uh, glad to be with you today as we uh, wrap up this podcast week. Also, just uh, the, because there's no uh, other good way to communicate, I wanted to make sure that you were aware, if you were not already, that uh, Kathy Blau, our beloved sister in Jesus, passed into his presence earlier this week. And there's going to be a um, celebration of life, a funeral, and um, uh, time to be with the family, with Tim, and uh, to be able to um, remember her on Saturday morning. So that is tomorrow the 18th, and that's going to uh, begin with a visitation in the morning, I think about 9 o'clock, and then uh, the uh, service itself around 10.30. Um, and so I wanted you to be aware of that. Um, we're using whatever uh, vehicles we can to be able to uh, make sure people are aware um, since there's not a Sunday morning to let people know that. And so um, uh, really bittersweet. Um, I know she's... Uh, rejoicing in the presence of Jesus, but far too fast for us, far too uh, difficult uh, for us to process through. And so we're trusting Jesus for his grace as we journey. Well, I want to wrap up this week as we've looked at this one specific section of John chapter 14 by uh, zooming out a little bit and looking at the big picture of John chapter 14 and some of what Jesus says specifically after uh, he tells us that we will do even greater things than he did, which is such a, an odd declaration, uh, but it's the way that we've uh, chosen to talk about the idea of preaching the gospel through our actions. There's lots of different ways we could look at that, but um, I think Jesus' words from John chapter 14 are, are a great way to do that. Um, there's a, a comment that G. Campbell Morgan, the great preacher and writer, made as he commented on John chapter 14. And I may not get the words exactly right, but it basically went like this. The claims of Jesus are such that we are either fighting with him or fighting for him. I love that idea. We're either fighting with him or we're fighting for him, but we can't just be passive. And I think that's such an important thing to say at this stage in our uh, life as a movement here in the United States of America. Uh, so much of Christianity is largely passive. And uh, Morgan, I think, is exactly right. When you look at the claims of Jesus, passivity is not really an option. Boredom is not really an option. Rather, there is either we're fighting with him or we're fighting for him. Those are the options. Those are the two things that could potentially be happening. And of course, we would be saying, uh, let, let's fight for him. Let's stand on his behalf. And to do that, I think there's a, a pattern that we see Jesus lay out. And that's what I want to uh, walk us through in John chapter 14. So uh, Jesus begins right after he says, greater things you're going to do uh, than, uh, than I've even done. Uh, he talks about the love that we have for him that motivates our following of his commands. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now, why is that important? Well, because for so many of us, we think the other way around. We think that by keeping his commandments, we will somehow generate love for him. But in reality, um, it doesn't work that way. It's, it's actually out of love for him that we keep his commandments, not we read the Bible or pray or um, love the world around us or intentionally serve or jump into community and thereby generate love for God. It's, it's exactly the other way around. We, out of love for God, do the things that he's called us to do. 
That order is important because it's the difference between uh, b- between works and uh, grace. It's the difference between uh, doing the things that Jesus has called us to do out of an overflow of the love that he has for us and doing the things that Jesus has called us to do in order to uh, somehow earn or generate the love that he has for us. It's the uh, dramatic difference that the church has wrestled with uh, throughout its history. And I think important for us to recognize love is what motivates our obedience. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So how are we going to do even greater things? Well, it starts with love that Jesus has first given to us because he first loved us. We have the opportunity to love him. And now because we love him, we're going to do what he has called us to do. We're going to invite him into, or we're going to uh, step into the work that he's invited us uh, into doing. So it starts with love. But then that love of God that results in us walking with him, doing the things he called us to do, uh, leads us toward the, the filling of the Spirit. And so it's right after that that Jesus says, I'm going to send to you a, a helper to, to come alongside. I'm going to send to you the Holy Spirit to walk with you, to uh, empower you, to, to lead you into those things. So uh, don't miss the, um, the, 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 what I maybe is an obvious connection. We start with love, and in order to keep his commandments, we're empowered by his Spirit. So we're not doing that even in our own strength. We're doing that purely empowered by his spirit, but we're doing it with intentionality empowered by his spirit. And that's the tension that we're constantly trying to walk. The, um, the, the hyper-reformed gospel that we looked at a, a month and a half ago or so uh, says that it just happens. And, and that's, that's not exactly true. It is that God does the work. He's absolutely the one who's doing it. But there has to be intentionality on our side. We have to be willing to step into the work that he has. Go back to Morgan's quote. Um, We're either fighting with him or we're fighting for him. We're not just standing to the side. And and that idea of fighting for him is intentional. We're going to step into the work that he has for us. We're going to step into the goodness and grace of Jesus. We're going to step in to uh, the opportunities that we have to love the world around us, to, to preach the gospel through action, which is the uh, center of the week that we're looking at this week. We're going to step into those things because of the empowering of the Spirit. And then that empowerment leads to us stepping into doing even greater things. So uh, that the empowerment of the Spirit isn't just for us to follow him, but it's so that the world would know. So, so the, the empowerment of the Spirit, the, the grace of Jesus given to us through Christ, is not simply so that we would uh, sit back and, uh, and receive goodness, that we would, we would be, uh, the way I like to talk about it is that we would be the end point of his grace. We are the, the conduit through which his grace flows. It's one of the reasons why I'll often end our podcast by saying that the grace of Jesus wouldn't just transform you from the inside out, but would flow through you to a waiting and watching world. Because the, the movement is that um, Jesus first loves us, we then love him in response. We enter into that love. And then after entering into that love, there's this movement of the Holy Spirit into our hearts 
where he empowers us to follow him, to stay in step with him. But that staying in step with him is for a purpose, that we would be shaped to love the things that he loved, the people that he loves, the systems that he loves, uh, and stand against the systems that he hates, to be able to be the change in the world around us that we desire to see. That's an invitation given to us in Christ that we would be able to preach the gospel through our our actions. And that bridges us to where we're going to be going this weekend as we recognize the idea that um, the the world is ready, that... um, And there's going to be pushback. There has always been and there will always be. And certainly right now at this moment in time, there, there is strong pushback at times to the, the work of Jesus, to following after Jesus. But the world is ready to begin uh, to follow him. There's a, there's a seeking, there's a longing, there's a recognition that the project of modernity and uh, all of the smart people who've stepped into governmental systems and socioeconomic systems, they haven't fixed anything. In fact, um, in a lot of ways, it's worse than it ever has been before. And so there's a longing in the hearts of people to come to uh, a place where they can have hope and they can have faith and they can receive forgiveness and they can embrace love. And as we become people, people of love, we then offer that love to the world around us in Jesus' name. And so that's the invitation. That's the flow through of John chapter 14. You can go read it yourself. Um, I obviously did a lot of summary. You know, there's, there's a bunch of richness in there. But there's this flow through the love of God to us, uh, the love of God that we have towards him, the empowerment of the spirit that leads us to follow him, and then the explosion of that empowerment to the world around us, the flow through of Jesus to a waiting and watching world. And so as you wrap up this week, I pray that you would be moving toward a restful Sabbath, a time to be able to uh, be in his presence and to relax in him, to uh, rest in him. Him. And then to uh, come and worship together on Sunday, to be able to rejoice together as we wrap up this uh, practice series, Preaching the Gospel, and uh, begin to move into the holiday season. So may the grace and peace of Jesus be yours. May you sense his spirit on you, in you, through you, to a waiting and watching world. Have a great rest of the weekend, and I'll look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Grace and peace to you.